0: Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. This is a podcast designed to help you build winning relationships in your marriage and with your kids. My name is Dr. Linda Travolute and I'm your host for the Winning Family Podcast. And we wanna say thank you for joining us. It would mean the world to us if you would subscribe to this podcast and rate it and review it. And hey, let us know if you find this content helpful cause that is the goal here. And be sure to share these episodes with your friends. They need it too, right? And at the end of today's podcast, we've got a very special surprise for you. In fact, let me just tell you what the surprise is right off the bat. We're going to give you the opportunity to grab hold of a free copy of Rodney Gage's new book called The Double Win. It's a super helpful book, and we want to get a copy to you absolutely free. Yes, I said free. You guys are so generous. So today I am joined with Rodney and Michelle Gage, and we're going to talk about the release of this new book, Rodney, that you've written called The Double Win. Oh, man, we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate.
1: Yes. So, you know, I'm I'm sitting there, as you were just talking there, (laughs) I'm sitting there thinking I'm, I'm sitting between two ladies who know something more than I do, and that is like giving birth to a child. Oh, yes. So you all can relate to, you know, the labor (laughs) pains, you know, and and the delivery, you know, aspect of giving birth. I feel like I've been doing that. Yeah as it relates to the labor pains and giving birth, finally delivering a book that we have been so excited about. And so we'll
2: let you think that you know what it is. Especially <laughs> the labor uh, part. Yeah, I, I should I have part. took one
1: of those epidurals. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, I know. I've watched you birth this book and it has, it's it's awesome that the baby is here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, i tell you what, it has uh, truly been an amazing um, project and, I think it really was birthed out of so many different conversations that I've had through the years, you know, as a pastor, you know, as just talking with friends, honestly, just over coffee or lunches or having dinner with friends and people just, you know, sharing their everyday real life struggles when it comes to balancing, you know, those demands between work and home. And, uh, man, it just seems to resonate with so many people because, and and I don't know, I think it's just, I think we have kind of fallen into this trap. It's like our default setting. Naturally, when you ask somebody, Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? How's your week? What's the default? Oh man. So busy. You know, everybody's slammed. Everybody's busy. You know, it's like, oh gosh, this has been a huge week. We have so much going on. And it's almost like there was a time when that was kind of like maybe a cool thing to say, you know, like you had something really going on, you know, like you, you you know, you were a person on the move, you know, you were conquering the world. But now it's almost like, wow, you know, you're to take a break. <laughs> it's like, dude, relax and enjoy life. So it's almost like we're coming back full circle because it's almost like now everybody's trying to figure out how to get out of the rat race, how to get off the treadmill, how to a treadmill of life in terms of, you know, just the stress, the anxiety and coming out of COVID I think so many people. I think this that once again has been kind of exacerbated in the sense that so many everybody's world was suddenly you know radically changed when we you know went from lockdowns and the disruption of COVID, and then all of a sudden now you know kids are home because schools are out, everybody's working from the house, and then all of a sudden it's almost like boundaries went away. Where you used to have more of a true, somewhat definitive timelines when it came to, you know, you get up at a certain time, you go to work, you know, you come home at a certain hour. Kids go off to school a certain time. They come home at a certain time. There was some sense of predictability, rhythm, routine. And then COVID, that all went away. Everybody's at home. Everybody's improvising. Everybody's now their world is in front of a computer screen. And even though there has been that migration going back into the workplace and getting back to normal routines, kids are back in school. And so we're kind of beyond all of that. However, I think people are working longer hours than ever. Kids obviously are spending more time uh, away from home than ever, um, or they're spending more time in front of their computer screens than ever. If they're doing doing school from, you know, virtual type situations. Right. So you have all these complexities and moving parts and the dynamics. So it's taken a tremendous toll on everybody, I think, just physically, mentally, emotionally. And I think what's happened is everybody's been like tapped out. Yeah. And yet the, the demand is still there. And so, uh, in fact, I was approached by our publisher Is an interesting comment that he Threw this out. He said, you know, he said, I think it's roughly around 80, about 85% of most books are purchased by females. And, uh, you know, most females are going to be probably more prone to read and actually finish a book from beginning to end. Whereas most guys, you know, we're probably more visual. We'd like to watch something, watch a video or we're less inclined to maybe, you know, take a deep dive into a book. And so it was like, what could we do to also reach the men? Mm-hmm. Because uh, women sometimes are a little bit more proactive, maybe at learning, you know, things when it comes to how they can be more effective and be more proactive in in the home. Because obviously, that is a uh, just the nurturing aspect of that um, is something that maybe becomes you know more natural for a female but it's like the domestic role and responsibility and presence of a male has never been greater yeah. so how do we bring all of those pieces into the mix here and bring about a sense of balance balance and really help men along with women juggle the demands because both husband wife male female are in the workplace but they some may be working from home you know they're business owners. They're entrepreneurs. Maybe they're working in a corporate environment. Maybe they're you know they're working at home, but their kids are also at you know they're homeschooling their kids, so their kids are at home. But it's the boundaries and it's where those lines come and go, and how those lines actually get established, so that the family can remain healthy, healthy spiritually, healthy relationally, healthy, healthy mentally and emotionally. How can the family, how can the husband and wife, how can the marriage remain healthy in light of all of the dysfunction that's going on around us? So that's where we came up with the double win, because I believe it is possible to win at home and win at work. And the question is, how do you do that? And I in really just the, the premise of the book is, is it's impossible to reach your potential at work if you're failing or falling behind at home. So if your home life is suffering, if you if your marriage is struggling, if you, if, you, if there's a crisis or something that's going on with one of your children, you may be at work, but your heart and your mind is at home mm-hmm. because of what's going on there. And so, you know, it's like studies show there's a tremendous amount of absenteeism and we all know what absenteeism somebody's calling in sick or whatever but a lot of the absenteeism that's taking place in corporate america is not so much because somebody's necessarily physically ill it might be the fact that there's domestic issues at home that's causing them to take a day off or when they are at work there's something known as presenteeism and presenteeism it's kind of like what I just emphasized. They're there physically at work, but they're not all there. And as a result, performance did, takes a dive. You know, um, Bad judgment comes into play in terms of t- decision making. Bad morale begins to take place. So again, they're suffering at home and they're suffering at work. So you can't win at work if you're not winning at home. And you can't win at home if you're not winning at work. So they're both intricately you know, connected together. And so what we've done through this book is we've actually, uh, I put together eight specific questions um, that everybody, I think everybody, no matter what age stage of life you're in, if you're single, you know, if you're maybe new in a marriage relationship, and I think this is critical, especially if people who are just starting out in their careers, man, if they can build a foundation with these questions early in their career, it would be huge. But the other thing is, somebody who may be literally right smack dab in the middle of the stress of everything going on, just trying to keep their heads above water. They're in survival mode. And so these questions, these eight questions that I've put together really helps a person, you know, really stop and reevaluate some things. And so it's, it's really broken down into three sections. It's rethink, it is refocus and then reengage. So we've kind of divided up those questions to fall under those categories. And so that's kind of just, you know, a little bit of the why behind the what of why we wrote this book. Why I really felt called and compelled to take on this this topic, because once again, I think it's an area that so many people are struggling with. And I know you see this firsthand, too, as an executive leader and executive coach that you work with so many different clients in the corporate Arena And, you know, business owners who are also moms and dads, husbands and wives, and they're struggling Absolutely. in this area as well. So I know yes. you see it.
0: Yeah, it, it really does take a toll on one's emotions and brain power. I mean, just think if you've got a child, like, like, for example, even though our daughter is older, she's an adult. She had COVID last month and I was taking care of her because we had to quarantine her wow. to her bedroom. And so that meant I had to get her all of her meals and thank God I work from home because I do coaching via phone or most, most of the time uh, online or, or speak at events. But, but a lot of what I do, I can do at home. So I have an office at home. But even though I'm trying to work, I'm still having to take care of her. And so there was a, uh, it was a little tough to stay focused. And a lot of people are dealing with this. So if they're running a business or they're leading a company in some capacity or they're just trying to be a productive team member, and their mind is on their child who's sick or their sick parent or their dog. <laughs> because that happens too, right? Oh, yeah. Domestic yes, things, but especially in the relationship arena. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that just isn't going well. If you have a fight with your spouse before you get to work, where's your head in the morning? It's on that fight, right? Mm-hmm. So this is going to be so helpful. I'm so glad yeah. that you wrote it.
1: I love what Truett Kathy. The founder of this little struggling fast food chain called Chick fil A. (laughs) Um, He wrote, and this is amazing, you know, he made this statement. He said, You can't expect people to do well in their business if they've got problems at home. And I think that is, if anything, one, you know, example of a great company or business who has modeled the importance of that because they give their employees Sundays off, you know, to be with their families. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's obviously a lot easier said than done. There's no real quick fix or easy answer to this because everybody, once again, is in different situations and circumstances. So when you've got, you know, the dynamics of multiple children in the home, both mom and dad are at work, uh, maybe blended family situations where, you know, just all of the moving parts, single parents, parents, the weight Mm -hmm. that they carry. Yeah. Because they're going at it alone. And so the financial pressure, Mm -hmm. you know, the uh, just the sleeplessness, the fatigue, you know, the physical impact that they have, and uh, on top of the mental and emotional side of it all, is huge. So our heart goes out to those who are fighting the good fight day in and day out, Mm -hmm. you know, who who carry this burden. And yet at the same time, many feel trapped and they're trying to figure out, you know, well, well, is this even sustainable? And yeah. quite frankly, a lot of them are on a, on a unsustainable pace. Yeah. So
2: one, one thing I love about the book, I have had the opportunity to read it mm-hmm. and it is incredible. I think it is your best book that you've ever written out of eight books. Or is this
1: nine? Uh, I think it might be eight or nine. I can't remember yeah, which one is. Remember.
2: <laughs> but it is. But to me, it's the best one so far. It is so, so good. And I love it because there are real life stories of, of people that are sharing their stories within the chapters. And uh, the questions that you talked about here, the eight questions that you work through are just so important. And clarifying to people to help them get the double win, and uh, I'm just so excited for it to come out.
1: Well, well, let's give a quick Passover. I'm not going to obviously because uh, uh, we, we we don't <laughs> you know we we want you to get the book because of <laughs> yeah. what Michelle just said. It's got a lot of value, some real life yes. stories. Um, I think even the introductory chapter I tell. Our story, mm-hmm. because, uh, and I, there's not enough time here on this podcast to even tell that story, but we, on a personal level, you know, I will say this, that we, I found myself in that trap. You know, we moved here from Texas over 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I say here, I'm, we're speaking from Orlando, Florida, but moved from Texas to Florida over 20 years ago to start a church. And we had a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and Michelle was eight months pregnant.
2: We were crazy back yeah. then. And so we left, our,
1: <laughs> we left our support system, our friends, yes. our family. We left a you know, brand new home we just built. We left everything behind and came here, didn't know a soul and found ourselves in a little small rent house uh Michelle just given birth we just brought <laughs> our first baby boy home so we had two girls and a little boy and here we are launching a church and i mean we're burning the candle at both ends operating on fumes and no yeah. sleep you know newborn starting a church and i mean it was just we were putting in some serious hours and it got to the place to where You know, even the first year or two, you know, the rhythm only intensified. And and Michelle, she would be be getting ready to take the kids out to play outside. And she would say, are you coming with us? And I would have to say, I can't. And then after so many of those situations, you know, and of saying, no, I can't. I can't. I'm not available. I can't. She finally kind of came to that place and said, well, you're going to have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. It's either the church or your family. She said, you can't do both. And, um, you know, I think that's what kind of rocked my world of just because I'm, I'm a guy who goes mock speed all the time. So the more plates I got spinning, the more, you know, I feel like I'm productive. I'm you know, making an impact. But at the same time, um, those plates eventually are going to fall because you can only keep so many spinning at one time.
2: Keep the right ones. <laughs> exactly. So, exactly.
1: anyway, um, all that to say, obviously, this has been birthed out of personal experience, and I've just have seen it, I've heard it. I cannot tell you how many times we have talked to so many close friends who just basically walked out on a marriage relationship because they finally got to that breaking place yes. where. somebody had to make that decision. It was the ultimatum that was given. And it's like, it's either the marriage or your career. It's either the kids or me. And, you know, and so at some point, we have to start asking ourselves some important questions. So let me just give a quick overview. Um, There are eight questions, and one of them is what I call the motives question. Because this is really at the the core of it all. This is kind of what I was getting to a while ago. At some point, you have to ask the question what is driving the decisions? What's underneath it? And what is causing us to take on so many things, to say yes to so many things? Because parents are guilty of this. We all want the best for our kids, so we sign them up for everything. You know, we want to. Keep up with all the other families, you know. If their kids are in a little league, we want our kids to be in a little league. If they're in gymnastics, we're going to get them in gymnastics, and the list goes on and on and on. It's the
2: flow of our culture. Yeah, <laughs> they're just and so in on the flow, we're saying yeah.
1: yes to everything. Yeah. But um, why? Yeah. But why are we saying yes to mm-hmm. all this stuff? What's the real mm-hmm. motive? What's driving our decisions? Mm-hmm. And the second question is the belief question. So, who or what makes me happy? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Are we looking to, you know, is it is it the is it the mindset that, oh, if I get married to this person, he or she's going to make me happy or when we have kids, then we'll finally, you know, be happy or when we finally get to this point. It's that when and then thinking or, you know, it's that, you know, destiny, I call it the destination disease of like when we finally get to this certain place in life, then we're going to be happy. But. At the end of the day, you know, it kind of builds on that motive question of what is it that really is filling our tank? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we are filling our tanks with the wrong things and we have to fill our tanks with the right things because there's there's an ultimate source of our true happiness. And that's not anything this world can can give us. That source of happiness or joy comes from our relationship with God. So when he gets put on the back burner, because we're saying yes to everything and everybody else, and God is an afterthought, it's ultimately sometimes God allows us to get to a breaking point for us to realize that, no, 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 those things or those people is not your source of joy, I am. And so we have to really think about where our source of belief truly is comes from. The third question is the dream question that is really, what do we want our future to look like? So do we want our future to look like stress and chaos and Mm -hmm. overwhelm and overwork? And, you know, we're a mile wide and an inch deep, you know, with a life. Is that what we want? Is that, is that why we went to college? Is that, is that what we work so hard for? You know, so, so what do we, what do we really want? What is the preferred future? And are we on the right path to get there? Is, is that dream that we might communicate to someone is it actually being lived out right now? Mm-hmm. And if not, then what changes? What adjustments do we have to make? And that goes back to the refocus question of, and that's the ne- next question is is the values question. So ultimately, you know, what do you want to be known for? so do we do we don't do we want to be known for the great success and accomplishment of building something you know whether it's building a church or building a company or you know whatever it is uh, but what do we really want to be known for i mean at the end of the day when they're putting dirt over our grave you know what do we want our children to say about us what do we want our spouse to say about us what do we want our grandchildren to say about us so Again, the values question of the qualities of what we're truly known for, I think is something so important. The priorities question, um, you know, what, what is really important to us? You know, there's always a gap between what we say is important and what our commitments actually reflect. And so you know, I often say a good thing can become a bad thing if it keeps us from the best thing. And I think that's where a lot of people struggle just in the confusion of what they say or what they think is really important. The next question is the expectations question. So, you know, who does what by when? I think that's where, you know, when uh, both husband and wife are in the workplace, uh, there's those domestic responsibilities that, that have to be figured out. And again, depending on whether you've got Toddlers at home, you know, newborn toddlers, or you got teenagers, or you may have one at all phases and stages, you know, uh, from a toddler to a teenager in your home. And all of that plays various, you know, roles in the sense of who is expected to do what and where are the compromises? Mm -hmm. What adjustments do we have to make in our schedule? What kind of margin do we have to build into you know, our life and into our, our home and our, in our relationships so that we're not, we're not just getting through and surviving. We're actually investing Mm -hmm, in each other Mm -hmm. in the process. So those expectations questions are huge. And then the last two questions is what I call the success question. And that is how you actually define the win. Mm -hmm. So I think we live in this culture, in this world today, where, um, you know, success is defined by, you know, the house you live in, mm-hmm. you know, how much money you make, how much you got in the bank, what kind of car you're driving, you know, how does that compare with all of your friends, your social network of people that you want to find acceptance and approval from? So there's so much pressure for us to conform to all of these things that we think measure or associate with success. Mm-hmm. But really, how do we define success? How do we define that win in our Mm -hmm. lives? Because success means different things to different people. And at the end of the day, you know, for me and what I've shared in this book is that success really is all that matters when it comes to success is what those who know me and those who are closest to me say about me. And what am I truly known for in their eyes? And of course, the last question is the legacy question. And the legacy question is all about, you know, how will we actually impact future generations? Our children, our grandchildren, and our children's children, you know, how will we actually impact those individuals? And so these are some, they're big questions, obviously. These are not easy, you know, questions, mm-hmm. and they are designed to really help us if we're really going to get off the rat get off the rat race in the in the treadmill of just the fast fast-paced go 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 or those blurry lines and boundaries of our home and in our relationships then we have to really take inventory and rethink some things when it comes to not just where we are but why we do what we do and if You know, if what we're currently experiencing is not what we would desire or prefer, what changes or adjustments do we need to make in our lives so that we can experience what I believe wholeheartedly can take place? And that is the double win. Mm -hmm. I really believe when we really take inventory and we think about these all important questions and we're willing to make the changes and the sacrifices that go with those for the good for the betterment of our health, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, financially. When we begin to restructure our lives so that we set ourselves up for success at home and at work, that's the ultimate double win. Mm-hmm. And so that's the premise of the book and we just pray that people will benefit from it. We're excited because we're putting putting together mm-hmm. a workbook as well, yeah. like a study guide um, and also a, uh, video teaching, um, series that will go along with the book. And it's an ideal resource where, um, people can use it in the marketplace. So you may want to grab some friends and coworkers, do a little lunch and learn, you know, maybe a little book club. And, um, and so it's really exciting. I've, I've put a lot of, uh, prayer and heart and Blood, sweat, and tears into this, and we really pray that God uses it to be a tremendous resource, both for those who maybe are working from home or those that are in you know the business environment, you know, outside of the home. But I really do believe it's going to be a great tool mm-hmm. for um, folks who are looking for a way to get a better sense of balance and perspective in their life so they can get healthy again in every area of their life.
2: Yes, so good, it's also a way to once you kind of get this game plan under your belt which um, I love thinking of the quarterback when he flips up his little sleeve you know and he's got his game plan that someone is looking down and has a good perspective of things can give them a game plan Mm -hmm. and I I love I feel like that's what this book is and it's something you can coach your children into you know as they are taking steps to their next to their next level or their careers these are such foundational truths that can help set them up for success to win in their life as well. Absolutely.
0: You know, what strikes me about this book is that you have uh, outlined some really tough questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are tough. It's going to take the reader. We just want you to know, if you read this book, you're going to have to really think through these questions. They are so tough. but.
1: It's not a steamy romance novel. No.
0: But this is what I love, Rodney. This is what I love. The t- questions are tough because getting a double win is tough. Yeah. But so is losing. Mm. Yes. That's but true. so is losing. It's true. So wouldn't you rather take some time to answer these questions up front? Or, you know, you, you talk about kids that are getting married, right? Yeah. I mean, we've got. Young adults, both of us, our, our children, our son is married now, but our daughter, uh, not yet. And and so we want to prepare our kids for a healthy marriage. Yes. And, you know, we, we're a big believer in premarital counseling. Yes. And some folks don't have access to that. So this book, getting this book in the hands of a yes. young couple that might yeah. be getting married, if they can't get premarital counseling, this would be a great tool for them yes. to read together, to discuss and ask these questions and have answers Uh, for that dialogue so they can have that double win. Wow. Well, this has been fantastic. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Well, we just are, uh, no, we're excited because we know that people need the ongoing help and encouragement. That's why we've started something called the double win club. Yes. And the double win club is just that it's a mentoring program or opportunity, whether it's a young couple, like you just referenced, maybe on the front end of their, you know, their marriage, their career, or it could be somebody who, like I said earlier, is just like right in the heart of, you know, all of these complex situations and circumstances that they're going through. But, you know, the big question is, is where do you go? Who do you talk to? Where do you turn? You know, who is speaking into your life? And I have found that most people, unfortunately, they don't have somebody right. that, that they can go to, that can speak life, can speak wisdom into their circumstances. And so that's why Michelle and I, we put, put together something called the Double Win Club. Mm. And basically what that means is it's a, it's, a, it's a mentoring program. So it's an opportunity where once a month people can get on a one-hour live call with us. They can ask us questions. And so um, we can interact. We can talk through things. Um, we also, I have a weekly, uh, email that will go directly into, uh, the subscribers inbox called the winning word. And so what I've done is I've identified one word for the week for that couple or that family to focus on. And, um, because it's amazing how, when we f- would take one word and focus on really living it out and applying it, it can totally change the dynamics of a relationship, shift the atmosphere of a home. So that's also part of that. We also um, have something that we call um, our winning family uh, resource kit that will actually come to your doorstep four times a year. It's like a quarterly uh, family resource kit, and that just has multiple resources and then a lot of practical fun things that we put in that box as well. And then, of course, that person will have access to unlimited files like digital uh, archives and resources from teachings. Um, from uh, articles that we've put together. And so it's just a wealth of just ongoing help and support. And so when you subscribe to the Double Win Club, when you become a member and a subscriber of that, not only will we give you you know, a free copy of the new book called The Double Win, but it's also a, a tremendous resource that can just, you kind of look at us as your ongoing mentors to kind of walk through life together because that's our theme. We want to help you win at, win at home and help you win at life. And we just want to help people win. We want to help families win, couples win. We want people to win at work and their careers because when when we win, we are reaching our potential. And when I win, you win. You know, everybody is, that's the ultimate win-win situation. So we're here to help people win in every every way we can.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited awesome. about it. I know I am too. I am too. Well, we are so glad that you've joined us. And as we wrap up our time together today, we want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to hear from you, receive any questions that you have. Rodney and Michelle will be answering those in future episodes. So uh, you want to send in your questions. And hey, would you subscribe? Just hit that little plus button if you're on iTunes or uh, on your Android device subscribe and also rate the podcast because that helps us get it out to more people more eyeballs right and we'd love for you to review it as well because i know you guys want to make sure the content is on point right and that will help yes direct the direct the podcast so so you're gonna yes review and help direct the content so as promised you can claim your free copy of the double win when you subscribe to Rodney and Michelle's monthly mentoring called the Double Win Club. And again, the first 30 days are free, which is phenomenal. People pay big bucks for this kind of mentoring. So the fact that you guys are giving it away 30 days for free is phenomenal. So head on over to the doublewinclub.com. That's the doublewinclub.com to learn more about Rodney and Michelle's family mentoring program. It is the ultimate double win. It is the ultimate double win. So guys, thank you can't wait to read the book.
1: It's going to be great. Awesome. Thank you.